Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's it going this week? It's another edition of Bold Sports. Episode 51, Matt. Wow. 51 episodes? Yes. Did we, like, miss a week or two? There was two weeks that were um, in the archives. In the archives. Got it. So, See, because it's, like, already week two of the football season. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we had feel, two, like, feel like we've been doing this a year. How are we only on 51 episodes? Yeah, we, we, had, we had two episodes that were in the archives that may or may not get released at a later date. Oh, you guys. Just keep listening for more info <laughs> about that. I'm sure you're all just dying to know. How, How you can up get your hands are. on these uh, <laughs> lost episodes of Bold Sports. <laughs> so, uh, how was uh, your last your, your last week there? I know you did a couple bike rides. I did some bike riding. I um, I looked at the water outside a lot. The rain. Oh yeah, um, I think everybody looked at that. Did I did get to go check out the River Hounds on Friday? So you um, did get to go to a game. I did get to go to a game. Awesome. So. so you got to see a really good game. Apparently, um, they pour on the goals when. When you're in the when you're in the building, yeah, right, and uh, yeah, let's see. Last week, what I do, I Ironman forty eight hours of work into seventy two hours after we recorded, so I could put all that on my paycheck that I get Friday that goes. So man, and I can go on vacation next week. That's awesome. So <laughs> lucky you, man. Yeah, I get to get we get to get down to a beach for a couple of days. So as yeah. long as this hurricane doesn't fuck us up, yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but so. But you're going to Delaware, right? Yeah, we're going to Delaware. Can you gamble? If we go, well, Delaware's about as big as my thumbnail. Yeah. So everything's about 20 minutes away from each other. Sure. <laughs> so we can make a stop at Dover Downs and go to the sports book. I mean, you know, you might think about that. I, I, I I've, I've thought about it. It's already you been. Des- me- you might decide it's, to. It's already been mentioned. Like we might take the long way home. Yeah. I mean, you know. We'll see. Always, always worth, always worth it to, you know, Explore. do something interesting on your way home. Yes, you know. Don't, and then it would let, give me, and then it would give me a reason to go back to Delaware in the event I place one of those, you know, season-long bets on something. Wait, they can't just pay you like? Well, they, they can't can. just like Venmo it to you. What is it with people in Venmo these days? I'm running the football pool at work, yeah. and my boss is like, "Yeah, I'll take uh, some squares." He goes, "Give me twenty bucks worth." I'm like, "All right." He goes, oh, wait, I only have 15 bucks. I'm like, so you get three squares. He goes, well, can I Venmo you the other five? I'm like, Venmo? What the fuck? I was like, this is gambling. We don't Venmo. Do you, you think my bank account would be like, hmm, what are all these $5 deposits for? Steve, that's how my work runs everything. <laughs> like, March Madness. Like, I Venmo money to a guy in Colorado who I've never even met. <laughs> like, if that doesn't sound like illegal gambling, like, I don't know what does. Um, you know, like... Need to get on board. You know, like I went to a bachelor party last year, and there was like one guy who like wouldn't get on board with Venmo, and he he wanted everybody to do PayPal, and I'm like, PayPal sucks, and PayPal screwed me once on my fantasy league when they like didn't actually deposit the money, like they said they did, and you know it's a bunch of bullshit that is. I mean, it's just it's like a fax machine anymore. You know, Venmo's the future. Venmo's the present. Do you Something have to have, a, do you have, to have an actual future. bank account for it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure about that. Like, I guess, like, I don't, you could put it on a debit card. 
So I, I don't know if it has to be like a debit card tied to a bank or if it could be one of those like Walmart debit cards. Like I have no idea. I'll look into it. But you know, I'll look. At, I'll take my square reader to work. I'm going to make that. That's going to be my one <laughs> rules proposal for my fantasy league next year. Everybody Venmo pays. Yeah, because I'm tired of like sending checks. You know. I hate checks because, like, you give it to somebody and you got to wait for them to, like, decide that it's convenient for them to go cash it. <laughs> like, I, I had someone come treat for carpenter wasps a couple weeks ago. No, like a month ago. And they just cashed the check on, like, Friday. You know, and I was I was down to, like, my last, like, 200 bucks before payday. And I'm like, well, I mean, I could go out tonight, but then they might they might cash the freaking Hornet check from three weeks ago. <laughs> and then my account's going to be overdrawn. So I'm just going to sit here and, like, keep checking my balance every 20 minutes. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? It's it's fine. You know, I, I got paid a little early because payday fell on a weekend, so. Woohoo! And, yes, they, they did finally cash my check. There you go. And the bees are gone. And the bees are gone. But I think that's more from, like, the rain that didn't stop for, like, five days, so nice. Yeah, there's a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Uh, so Friday night, you did get to go see the Riverhounds. They had a big bounce back game. Uh, four to one win over to Bethlehem Steel. Goals were scored at the 17th, 45th, 76th, and 79th minute. Pretty much, they had total domination in the whole game based on the stat sheet. Um, well, I can tell you with my own two eyes, it was that way. Well, that's and good. I sat down at the end closest to the pub. Of course, I, you I did. I just got the GA tickets, you know, and like. <laughs> So I'm I'm down by the pub. So I watched the first half. Now, so I saw the penalty call where Bethlehem got their one goal was on a penalty kick. So I, right. got, I was up close for that. Didn't seem like much of a penalty to me. And then you know they switched ends at halftime, and the Riverhounds scored three goals down at my end. I was right behind the goal. That's awesome. They Chuck. didn't come over to like the fans and do any like crazy celebration. Though they so. didn't like Lambo leap it over no, top of the like chain a, link fence. It's not a chain link. It's like uh, it's like the netting that they have in the NFL. Okay, like, behind the goalposts. That's awesome. So you could I could see somebody like jumping into the crowd and just kind of getting stuck in the netting. It'd be kind of embarrassing. So did you make it in early for the game where they do dollar beers? I was there for the dollar beers, yeah. I figured. If you went, you're like... Well, okay, so here's the deal, though. Like, it's cool if you're with a bunch of people, and you can, it's like when you go to quarter drafts, you know, and you get, like, a tray, because they're, like, nine-ounce cups. Mm -hmm. So, for a dollar, I mean, what am I going to do? Go order, like, six beers? Like, take it by myself, you know? When you're just, like, a degenerate soccer fan who goes <laughs> to games by himself, like, I think the, the best deal is the 24-ounce Tecate. Six bucks. That's, you know how much a 24-ounce beer costs at PNC Park, Steve? Yes, I do. It's like $14. Thir yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like $13 for a yingling or something. So I got in for $16. I got a $6 beer and like an $8 basket of chicken tenders and fries. You know? Not a bad deal. Not and a bad deal. And then I got a, dra a draft uh, Strongbow Cider at halftime for 4 Oh. You know? Um, good, good little game day experience, you know? How, how, was it sold out? Was no, not even close. No, not even close. Not even close. Or you could have sat wherever you wanted. I mean, they have like ushers. You can't just like walk up into the bleachers if you don't have the right ticket, presumably. But you know, like I, I'm content to just stand down by the, the people hanging out near the pub. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of fun heckling the other team's goalie. And, well, I mean, also, yeah, I mean, and you're close to the pub. You're close to the to the head if you've had too many beers. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I got I got to dip into the pub at halftime and watch tennis. 
Which yeah, my, my, that other, was my a, other niche sport obsession from two weeks ago. That was uh, Wolf. I forgot to write that in on the notes here. That, that, we'll that, talk, comes, we'll that factors into that. my Saturday of college football viewings, so right? Um, I'll just we'll just this podcast is organized around Matt's weekend. We'll do that. It's fine. But, but whatever. You want to talk about some deviled eggs, Steelers Sunday? Oh, Steelers or chicken so- parm college football Saturday. Ah. Or chicken tender soccer party. <laughs> so, you got uh, the Hounds have this whole week off, uh, and then they're back at Highmark Stadium with Louisville City coming in uh, for it's a, seven, it's a big seven o'clock pointer. game. I watched the Louisville game last night. Okay. Um, they hosted FC Cincinnati. They lost at home 1 0. Uh, it was weird. I was rooting for Cincinnati, though. Well, yeah, it's time to just let them go be in first, and the the race is really for second at this point. It is, which currently right now the Hounds are in second place with seven games left in a regular season. They're not convincingly ahead in second. There's three teams uh, in that race, which uh, is uh, Louisville. Louisville, Charleston. I think it's like Pittsburgh, Charleston, Louisville right now in the standings. And then... Yep, it is. It's, Pittsburgh, it's, Charleston, Louisville, Indy 11 is a few points behind. So Pittsburgh's at 49 points. Charleston's at 48. Louisville is at 47. Then you have Indy 11 at 45. So we could we could technically, like, we, we could be down a point to Louisville if they beat us. Yeah, so you're in a three-team race. We could be four points ahead of them. You're in a three-team race to um, second place right now. First place, FC Cincinnati, 63 points. I don't think anybody's catching them. And, like, this... The playoff format, I believe, is just like, you know, one plays eight, two plays seven. Yep. So that would have us play in New York 2. I think they're Currently, right now, right be now. New York 2. And we, we did all right with them. Right. So, seem, seems like a, a good matchup, you know. Definitely want to be second. Let's not let's not downplay the importance of this game on, uh, on Saturday. Well, with the way it's shaping up with seven games left, they're all important. Yeah, and with the schedule, with the schedule left, uh, I was checking that out earlier. So let's see, boom, where's it at? Louisville uh, comes into Pittsburgh. Indy Eleven comes into Pittsburgh, which is, uh, you know, again Penn FC. Riverhounds go out to Penn FC. Uh, they go to sh- the Hounds go to Charlotte. Uh, Cincinnati comes to Pittsburgh one more time. Uh, Atlanta two. Uh, Pittsburgh goes to Atlanta too, and the Hounds finish on the road at the New York Red Bulls. So, yeah, they're they're pretty. They're all important games. They're all division games, and the only one in there I don't see as a winner is FC Cincinnati. And if FC Cincinnati says, "Ah, we're gonna play the Scrubs all day," yeah, and rest them for the playoffs, which they could do, which they could do with three games left. You yeah. know, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how deep their team is. I don't think they can just like run out eleven scrubs. You know, there's going to be some starters in the lineup. You know, they just might have to rotate. You know, everybody rotates. They don't bench like their whole squad unless they're incredibly deep. And I'm not even sure like USL teams can afford to have, you know, that many people. No, not at all. So, so again, Matt, you said about um, your other crazy fun sport to watch is tennis. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Serena Williams match? So what happened was I was I was actually out and I was uh, watching college football on several TVs, and um, yeah, I checked my phone and I saw that you know Serena was down in the second set like five games to three or whatever. So I was like, oh man, we should 
you know, it's going to be an upset in the making. So I got out on my, on my uh, phone, and I just pulled up the ESPN app, and I and I just put it on it, and it was like, it started playing like right when she's like screaming at the, the chair umpire. So it's like the last thing I expected to see. Right. And everybody's booing. And, you know... See, I don't know if they were booing Serena or if they were booing the umpire. It, it seemed like the the announcers were saying that, like, the fans didn't really understand what was going on. Like, they can't hear everything the way you can on TV. Like, those mics that are down the, the mics are right there. Like, those are, those are for the viewers at home. They're not, like, piping that audio through the, like, PA system at Arthur Ashe Arena. So it's possible that the fans didn't know what was going on. It's possible they were booing because they didn't like the calls and they didn't like the ump show. Literally, like, it was an ump show at that point. Um, and I, I wasn't sure if they were booing, you know, because Serena was, you know, being a poor sport about it. Like, I don't, I don't think the fans really knew, like, exactly what she got called for in terms of, like, the coaching violation. Right, so it initially was a... It started off as a coaching violation... Where they gave her a warning, which is to me, it's crazy. Which like, is crazy because even her coach I, said, at, "Yeah, I was coaching it." So it's every other coach out here, right? Exactly, you know? exactly. It's like when you go to a Pens game and everybody's yells like, "Shoot the puck on the power play!" Like that's not coaching. You know what I mean? That's just like yelling what you think should happen, right? Like if I yell like Serena, like you know, don't lob it so much. You know, that's just my opinion. That's, like, your that's opinion. not coaching. But, but her coach was given hand signals. I mean, it's, so, it's but not every like other baseball, coach, every other know, coach does that as well. Yeah. Everything. Even the coach said that. He goes, "Yeah, I was coaching her, and so did every other coach out here." Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then the other one was for um, uh, when she just destroyed her racket. Yeah. Which was a definite violation. It's in the mm-hmm. books, um, and that was a one point. I can totally relate to that. A though. one point uh, violation for racket. Uh, Racket abuse. Racket abuse. I but think it's that, like the the second. The point was because it was the second. It was offense. the second offense. Like if you if you're if you're coming in like clean and you you know just smash your racket in like the first game. And then know, the other one. And then the other one was whenever she got into it with the chair umpire, and then he felt that he was being berated, and she used words that he didn't like. Where she didn't swear at him. No, she, she called him a liar. She called him a liar and a thief. And, oh, and a thief. Yeah. You know. And then, then he doctored the, the game, so, which really threw her into a tizzy. Yeah. And then everything else, and every, and every uh, it's like being in poker and going on tilt, you know. Yeah. It really threw her, threw her on tilt there, and, and then she went ahead and kept berating the umpire even more, mm. and then got into her, this doesn't happen in the men's matches, and this, that, and the other thing, and so forth, and... I don't watch a whole lot of tennis, but I have seen some of the male tennis players use a lot worse language. Yeah, I mean, like she had a, the umpires. The thing is, like, I felt like when I saw that, and like at this point, I like asked the bartender to like put on, like, just pick the college game that the fewest people care about and switch it. And I was like, you know, Serena's kind of having a meltdown, so so we got that. Like, you know, we're watching that, and it's you know she's making a good point, you yeah. know, about what. You know, like the double standard, and it's not the first time that that's been oh, no. raised in tennis or even in like this tournament um, with like double standards. And like, 
you know, like that goes all the way back to like Billie Jean King and Martina Navratilova. Um, yeah, and Jimmy Connors, and I mean, it just—I felt like in this instance, like the the match was pretty much over. Like I really wanted to see her come back after the meltdown. It would have been awesome to see her come back and like, you know, at least win another game, like maybe get back in the match. But I, I felt like, you know, she, she knew it was pretty much over at that point. You know, when you when you've got a game stolen from you by the ref, yeah, and then all of a sudden, like you've got to serve just to like stay in it. You know, like, you got your back against the wall, and it's it's very deflating. It's not a team sport, so you can't, like, get picked up by, like, someone from the bench who, like, comes in and, like, you know, does your job. Yeah, for or it's like tag team wrestling yourself. and all. Yeah, it will tag, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it kind of it kind of did take away from Osaka's, you know, moment, which, which sucked, because she had never won a Grand Slam before. And, you know, she was, like, crying, too. It was just, like, a big, bad, it's just, it just made you feel dirty. And yeah. then you got to go home and watch the Pitt-Penn State game after that. Yeah, and then, well, on top of that, Serena finds out on Monday that she got fined $14,900. Yeah. So, uh, which I'm sure there's some type of arbitration. And I don't know where the fine money goes in tennis. Like, I hope it goes to a worthy cause, at least, and not just, like... <laughs> the commissioner's to the, pocket. To the commissioner's pocket, or to the refs. <laughs> to the umpire, you know? Uh, speaking of another individual sport, this past weekend... Um, there was the BMW Championship, which actually took a lot longer to play, uh, due to weather out in eastern Pennsylvania, because the whole east coast was under this goddamn rainstorm this weekend. I know. Um, that rainstorm went from central Ohio to the shore. Yeah. And from Maine down to, like, the Carolinas. It's hurricane season in western PA, you know. Woohoo! You get, you get none of the fun, you don't get any of the high wind, you don't get any of the hurricane parties. You don't, you don't get to nail plywood all over the place. No, you just get to watch your you favorite get... bars flood. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. My 10-foot-tall sunflower. Uh, I couldn't withstand the, the saturation of the ground and fell over sometime Sunday night. Tell me you pulled it out and got the seeds out. There weren't any seeds. Damn it. Yeah. Did the birds get them all? Oh, the birds been all over that sucker. Son of a bitch. I was like... Two, finch, wanted, two finches and a cardinal and about a million sparrows on it. I wanted afternoon. to press sunfire seeds. Well, anyway, we'll wait till next. Pumpkin time. seeds aren't happening either. I'm afraid. Oh, yeah, damn bugs, birds and bugs, birds and bugs. You can go to the gas station and get sunflower seeds, I guess. Yeah, right. They're like a dollar a bag anyway. Yeah. Uh, so there is a week in between last week's tournament, the BMW Championship. Uh, between that and next week, next Thursday is the, uh, is the tour championship at East Lake golf course. It's outside Atlanta, Georgia. Last week, the FedEx cup, uh, is narrowed down to 30 players. Uh, and it did take the extra day, like I said, due to weather to determine the winner. And then it also went into a overtime playoff between Keegan Bradley and Justin Rose, who Justin Rose is currently number one ranked in the world. Keegan Bradley did win that in the extra hole playoff. Uh, a lot of big names finished uh, high last week, and there are some that did not so much. So this week, uh, next weekend, uh, at the Tour Championship, the top 30 in the FedEx Cup get to start. Um, unfortunately, Jordan Spieth finished 31st. Oh, so no. this is the first time in his professional career he is not going to be in the um, PGA and the Tour Championship and with a chance to win the FedEx Cup. Again. No, no. So, there's that. Unfortunately, they do not have uh, the starting times listed because it is still a week out. Um, but I do have... Um, 
the top final results. Okay. So you got uh, number one uh, to uh, and projected to win the FedEx Cup is Bryson DeChambeau. Justin Rose, Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas are on your top five. Keegan Bradley's in at six. Bruce Kepka's in at seven. Bubba Watson, Billy Horschel, Cameron Smith, Webb Simpson, Jason Day, Francisco Molinari, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantley, Roy McIlroy, Xander Shuffle, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Tiger Woods, Aaron Wise, Kevin Na, Ricky Fowler, John Brom, Kyle Stanley, Paul Casey, Hideki Matsusama, Gary Woodland, Mark Leishman, and rounding out your top 30 is Patton Kazeri. Okay. So those are your top 30 that will be the only 30 players that will be in this tournament this weekend. And I believe there's no cuts this weekend. It's you play all the way through. I hope Tiger wins. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I, so do I. He, he was two strokes behind this week. Yeah. And if it wouldn't have went to overtime, or he was three strokes behind, if it wouldn't have went to overtime, it would have been two. Um, to extra holes. And typically how this tournament goes uh, is the winner of the final tournament uh, usually ends up winning the FedEx Cup as well. There was the one year in the last year or two that the winner of the tournament did not win the FedEx Cup because they were like number 30 and didn't amass enough points and that win and other players, the better players, finished uh, right behind them. So here nor there, like I said, we need uh, a severe mathematician degree to be able to figure out how FedEx Cup points are awarded. Maybe I'll research that this year. Don't. They're changing it. So wait until they <laughs> fix it. Don't, like, don't. Like, you know, it'd be like majoring in math, like, the year before algebra, like, came out. You know, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like some somebody, like, one day, like, went was, like, the last person who majored in, like, whatever physics there was before Newton. You know? <laughs> And they're like, oh, really? Man. I got to relearn it all. I got to relearn all this. Start over. Man. Special what? <sighs> anyway. So, have you been paying attention to any baseball recently? I have. What have you been watching? Pirates. So, yeah. I mean, they went on a seven-game win streak. Um, then they went ahead and dropped two out of three of the Cubs. Uh, good news is the Pirates will play baseball in October. Yeah, because that's how the schedule is. No. No? Oh, right, because they have to make up a game. They have to make up a game. They're not going to play it. (laughs) They're not going to play it. You don't think they will? It's not going to have any bearing on the playoffs. It's not going to have any bearing on the playoffs because against the Miami Marlins, who are also bottom in the basement. Nobody's, Nobody's, like, waiting for the Marlins to lose another game in order to clinch a playoff spot. They've already lost all the games they need to. They they could they could win the rest of the games of the year and it wouldn't affect anything. The Pirates are in a similar situation. Yeah, the Marlins have no bearing on playoff. So yeah, like why? I mean, because people like baseball. I mean, I guess is October first like the day? It is before the wild card game. I think it is. There's like wild card games are on like the second and third. And then I think it's also shown up to be. If there needs to be a one-game playoff for, like, a tied division leaders and stuff yeah. and so forth. Uh, Could you imagine that if that's like those were, like, the only two games going on that night? Like, a, a, like an elimination game for who goes to the playoffs and a meaningless Pirates-Marlins game? Right. And if, like, Is there a chance they could just say, hey, we're not going to play this game? It's yeah, they do it all the time. They, they did it a couple years ago with a Pirate game. Huh. Like, if it's, you know, if, if travel's involved... 
you know, and it, it doesn't have any bearing on the anybody's standing in the playoffs, then sometimes they're just like, guys, go home. You know, and the Pirates will have 161 games, you know, to their credit for this year. Well, that could actually mean something, I guess, depending on how they fall in line for their season average, because right now they're 72 and 73. Oh, so you're worried if they, like, they're going to finish a game under 500? Yeah. Big difference. Like, it doesn't matter. 500's not any better than 499. Well, no, but but 500 is, you know, look at the end of season, at least 500, maybe a game up. These are professionals. Like, they don't need 500 to make them feel better. No. You know? I'm sure they don't. They don't feel good about it. The only thing that's going to make them feel better is if they keep doing well during the games we have left. So don't don't worry about October first. Worry about tomorrow, you know. Yeah, which they got some tough games coming up. Well, we got some good we got some good looks in um, Musgrove, Tyon, Trevor Williams has been outstanding since the All Star break. Um, I mean, we're get, we're getting to see Newman and Kramer in the infield. Yeah, can Newman. we be done with like the Seinfeld references? I know. I, we, I see that on that? Twitter all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. they asked, they asked uh, Kramer yesterday, like, you know, are you, how do you feel about it? And he's like, I never even really watched Seinfeld. Like, these kids, they don't watch Seinfeld. They don't know Seinfeld. They don't know Seinfeld. You, you ask know, the like, kids, if you ask the kids, it'd be like, you guys, these guys are like, so what do you think about the uh, parking spot episode? Right. They're yeah. like, huh? Yeah. Now, they, they know, like, you know, the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> you know... Or, like, Rick and Morty. If there was, like, a double play combo called Rick and Morty, like, they'd be, like, you know, they'd be probably aware of the significance of that, but they don't know about Seinfeld. So, currently, right now, in the AL East, you have the Red Sox. They have 100 wins, 46 losses. They are 10 games ahead of the Yankees. They clinched a playoff spot. They did clinch a playoff spot. Made it official on Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Uh, AL Central, Cleveland Indians are 82 and 64. They are 14 and a half games up over top of the... Twins. And the whole... Tigers announcers got into a fight in the broadcast booth. What? They they got they were suspended by the team for the rest of the season. They got into a fight in the booth at an away game and apparently like were sent home on separate flights. Wow. So not a lot of great news out of the American League Central. There is no good news out of the unless AL you're, Central unless Division. You're Cleveland. Unless, unless you're Cleveland. Cleveland. And then you got Tito Francona up there, you know. Um, doing well. Now they the, the Yankees and I think the Red Sox were complaining about the Donaldson trade. They didn't, they didn't they didn't agree with the way that Cleveland acquired Josh Donaldson. I think they are questioning the timing of everything. Why was it a waiver deal or like a July thirty first? It was like a uh, it was uh, it was an August thirty first. Okay, so there's some like waiver stuff going yeah. on and paperwork has to be filed. Yeah, sometimes paperwork. You know, faxes. People still use faxes for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I think they're looking. It was one of those. That was like McCutcheon going to the Yankees August thirty first yeah. at ten p.m. Right. You know, and so forth. You don't hear anybody complaining about that in New York? Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you have the he AL looks so West. weird without facial hair. I'm sorry. Well, oh yeah, it's right. He's the Yankees now. He has to shave. It's a stupid rule. That's the Yankees rule. Steinbrenner's dead. Yeah. That's just dumb. Man. I mean, I'm sorry. I forgot about and that. And he had, like, a little shadow. I watched a little bit of... I watched one of his bats last night, and he 
He's, def- he's definitely, like, coming up right up to the line. <laughs> you know? And in, and until uh, What's-His-Face gets back, like, what are they going to do? Bench him? Yeah, until Aaron Judge gets back. <laughs> that exactly. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, What's-His-Face? Aaron Judge. Oh, yeah, one of the best hitters. He's decent. He's decent. Uh, and then we have the AL West, which is still not uh, decided yet, but the Astros are now three games up over top of the Athletics. So you're still looking at the A's and the Yankees in a wild card game. I mean, and pretty much that's the AL decided right there. Unless the A's can jump up and take first place over the Astros. But I think your AL is wrapped up with the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Strohs, and then your wild card game being the Yankees and the Athletics. And we still got two weeks of the season left. Kind of a bummer. Right? If the Pirates can't be involved, like at least let there be a pennant race in the American League. Right. I can watch without getting sad about the fact that the the Cubs are are going to the playoffs again. And then you have uh, the NL. In the NL, you have the Braves. They're seven and a half games up over top of the Phillies. Uh, and the NL East. Now, the NL Central is still a little up in the air. Yeah, I've been watching bits and pieces Cubs of and the Brew Cubs Crew. Crew series. That's Cubs, Cubs and Brew Crew. Yeah. Cubs are up one game over top of the Brew Crew. Cardinals are three and a half back. They're not, you know, they lost today to the Buccos, but, you know. And, of course, the Buccos 12 games out. There's no hope for them. They can nope. win out and everyone else can lose out and still not make it. And Polanco's out for the year. Polanco's out for the year. Bunch of call-ups. Uh, they shut down. Um, Kevin's. The relief pitcher? Keone Kella? Yeah. Yeah, they... They, they shut him down. Yeah, he, he threw more innings this year than ever before, so he's shut down. Um, Neverauskas is back. Yeah, they caught him back up. I mean, yeah. it's like this thing might be a last chance for some guys. This is a chance to... To shine and to see shine. the Pirates will trade you, the Yankees. Nobody says that they're going to, like... Like Clint Hurdle said, like, nobody wins a starting job in September. Nope. But it is important to, you know, put it out there in a big league game what you're able, what you're capable of doing. Because they'll remember that in spring training. Exactly. So, you know, that's what that's what the Pirates are doing right now. And they've, you know, I think there's like one more fireworks night, and there's like a t-shirt, and there's like a kid's shirt, and then they're doing like there's you know, a take first your, responders night. There's a take your Gerber to the. Uh... Take your Gerber to PNC Park and take what's not nailed down and see if you can unscrew what is. Uh. No, they're not closing the stadium. Don't do, don't do that. You know who's going to have to pay to replace the seats, right, Steve? Us. The taxpayers. <laughs> Us. Well, I mean, they almost flooded out the stadium this week, so I mean. They didn't. Well, okay, they didn't. Remnants of Hurricane Remnants of whatever. Hurricane Gordon. Yes. Almost flood out the stadium this week. It, it floods over there all the time. I don't think it was that close. It was pretty close this time. Uh, NL West, um, you got the Rockies. Um, they are one game up over top of the Dodgers. Then you have the Diamondbacks with two and a half games back. So they're still kind of a race in the West. Yeah, I was watching uh, Rockies-Diamondbacks a little bit. And we're, we're recording on Wednesday, and it looks like Colorado just walked it off against Arizona. So, you know, it's... It looks like the Rockies are headed to the playoffs, too. They're, they're certainly playing like they want it. Yeah, I mean, if they walked off against Arizona, it gains the whole game. So, And the Dodgers are kind of crapping out. Why is that? The Dodgers get down really and they bad. fizzle out at yeah. the end. They had their shot. Like, I mean, they they fizzled every year, and then they finally made the World Series. And, and then they got blown up by uh, Houston. Stole a million dollars from Justin Verlander, and that's the end of that. <laughs> That was still funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's still funny that 
Beverly Hills Hotel tab. Yeah. Again, who pays $30 for eggs? But whatever. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of eggs. It's about like 10 dozen eggs at Coons for 30 bucks. I just bought a dozen eggs today for $1.50. Yep. <laughs> All right, folks. At that aspect, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, we got a few bits coming on from our friends back here at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Give those guys a look out for uh, Awesome Cast and uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show, Fishing Without Bait, lots of other shows that Sorgatron Media carries. Give them a list and a shout-out. We'll be right back in just a few moments. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Hey, folks, and we're back for the second uh, part of the podcast. See how to get a new beer? Yeah. That's Snap good. that tab. Snapping it. Snap it like a daddy, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a delicious. That's so delicious right there. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I got to um, work a pretty cool event at work um, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the Penguins had their... Um, Summer Sticks Tournament, uh, Top Golf Edition, uh, one of their big fundraisers for the organization, the Penguins organization, and there's a couple different fundraisers going on here. Um, it was uh, a lot of um, corporate uh, sponsors and so forth. Of course, all the Penguins were there, um, current and former. Nice. Um, they were uh, wearing their uh, shirts, their little polo shirts, had um, Penguins. On there, and then it had Penguins alum, so you could differentiate. Okay, if in case you weren't a hockey fan. Yeah, um, there were several. Because like the sixty-year-old man might still be a current active hockey player. Yeah, because EJ is going to shot the pads off tomorrow and go in net. I'm sure you know, he's still somewhat flexible. He's still a feisty son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a really nice guy. I talked to him for a little bit, but. Um, we got to meet a lot of the guys, you know, basically I was there, uh, you know, as service and bartender and, and all around support and helping things run for the event smoothly. Didn't really get to hold any long conversations with any of the players. It's kind of, you know, you be professional in that atmosphere. It's one of the things being a server and bartender is when you meet these guys, they're just normal people. They have a cooler job than we do and make a little more money. So a little, a little bit, um, but no, it was a good event and so forth. And this is kind of like one of their kickoff events going into training camp, uh, which a lot of NHL training camps start this week. The Pens are, of course, are no exception. They start training camp this Friday at the Lemieux facility uh, in Cranberry. Uh, check out the Penguins website for um, practice times and scrimmage times and so forth. Um, do you need tickets for those? Or do you I believe up? I saw in the news this afternoon that they were uh, first come, first serve, free. At the box uh, office there? Is there like a No, nah, like just walk in. Okay. Um, uh, sometimes they have tickets for events there. I know they held a they held a live game there that was supposed to be held in Ross Traver. Remember that? Yeah. Craft, hockey, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They actually held that at the Lemieux Center in Cranberry. Right. So there were tickets for that. But I believe all the training uh, camps and all the practices and whatnot are open to the public. So well, check out the Penn's website to check that out. They are broken up into different groups. So yeah, you know. so you so they do like split squads and it, yeah, you might not see Crosby, you know. Yeah, you might not see Crosby. You might, you might not see him at all. You might not. You might you might show up, you know, the day before he plays or the day after. Um, boy, it's. Uh, 
It's hard to believe hockey's almost back. Basketball's almost back. Basket, yeah, basketball too. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to basketball. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the Penguins. You know, um, excuse me. We'll have to get some tickets this year. Oh yeah, yeah. We know. I didn't. I didn't go to any Pens games last year. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fix that. So I went to a handful. Um, you know, I went to a handful. It was good. I didn't go to any Pitt basketball games last year. No, I didn't go to any Dukes basketball games or Bobby Moe basketball. Um, I might try to road trip to see an NBA game. Cleveland's the closest. Yeah, and they don't have LeBron anymore, man. Yeah, now you're going to see who. Yeah. Kevin Love. <laughs> Just go to Washington, see someone cool come through. Philly? Yeah. Philly's a little overnight ride. Good. Or, you know, wait till Philly comes to Cleveland. Yeah, or, yeah. Or Cleveland Lakers. You're not going to get tickets. That's probably <laughs> that's probably a tough ticket. Uh, yeah, or, or everybody's pissed off and wants to get, dump them off. The, the, problem, the problem with going to see LeBron this year is because the Lakers are only going to play one game. In every Eastern market. So that one game is going to be your one chance to see LeBron. Yeah. And then there's always the risk that the, you know, Luke Walton will do the thing that NBA coaches do from time to time. Sit their whole which squad. Which is like, just give guys a rest day. Which, you know, is something that, you know, they've, they've talked about shortening the NBA season so that there aren't as many back-to-backs and there's more rest so this doesn't happen. I didn't see any a lot of back-to-backs in NBA this year. I looked at those guys played like one or two games a week. Like <laughs> it's weird, but that's what that's what that's what players don't like about back-to-backs is because like it seems like it might be unnecessary. You know? They know that. If if you a casual observer notice that like they only play a couple times a week, like, don't you think the players are also noticing that? I know, right? So when those two games <laughs> happen to be on, like, a Wednesday and a Thursday, you know, like, I'm sure it gets a little annoying. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But, I mean, we're just we're just on that, you know, it's it's preseason for fall sports. It is. There's uh, six preseason uh, NHL games for the Penguins. Uh, I believe I looked at them. It was uh, Columbus, Detroit, and... Columbus, Detroit, Buffalo, uh, yeah. or something like that, and they they do a home and home for the preseason. Where, yeah, you know, I have never watched a preseason hockey game. I have, I've been to them. They're actually not that bad. Well, I mean, live hockey is always great, right? And actually, a lot of the players play. I mean, I like even watching like, you know, you go into like South Point and just watch like men's league, like skate back and forth. Like even that's like right. amusing. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I have friends of mine that play in that men's league, beer league, whatever yeah. you want to call it, um, and so forth. Yeah, watching live hockey is fun. You get to see so much more at the game than you do on TV. Um, so then we get into NCAA football. Oh, yeah. So Two weeks into the season. Two weeks into the season. Uh, the big game in our area was the Pitt-Penn State game, and only one team showed up uh, on the I field. I want to contest that. I want to contest that slightly. Pitt's running game was great. Pitt's running game was awesome. You could argue that Penn State's run defense didn't show up in the first half. True. Pitt's passing offense didn't show up at all. And eventually Penn State figured out how to stop the run. And that plus the um, you know score margin getting more and more lopsided. You know, that, that pretty much... 56 to 6? Basically, I spent the second half reading. 
I mean, the game was on, but I was, like, not focused. The first half, I was screaming at the TV. You know, they were down eight I spent at the half. And if, if special teams hadn't been so terrible. I actually got out of work early. Amanda picked me up after the first quarter. Mm. We came home, watched a little bit of the second quarter here at the house. And then during halftime, we walked down to McMinn's. Mm. And about two-thirds way through the third quarter, we just indulged in Mr. Jack Daniels and Mr. Captain Morgan. And you stole a glass. And I stole a glass. But it I wasn't really stealing because you asked for permission to steal it. I, I didn't ask for permission. I said, hey, Billy, I'm taking this. And he, he didn't stop me. So. No, I'm just, just saying, like, we don't have a very robust loss prevention policy. <laughs> it's, it's not the same as, like, you're allowed. It's just, yeah, yeah. She's like, we're not going to chase you into the parking lot. It's not like I'm at Macy's. Yeah. You can steal, you can steal from some stores easier than others, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did steal a local uh, a, a promotional glass from a bar. Um, but yeah, uh, so that, that game was just bad. I mean... Uh, Special teams miscues, like Pitt not being able to get a, like a, a snap down. Like an extra point and a field goal both missed. Because the holder, who also happens to be the punter, do you also who, like dribbled the ball once before kicking it on one one attempt? Not dribbled it, but like yeah, he, like it's like he caught it and then dropped it. It's not like he dropped it. He's just like he caught it and then he dropped it, and it was you know gave Penn State really good field position, and that's the reason it should have been like a you know pitch should have been up three or four points at the half. Instead, they're down eight. Yeah, they should have been. They they didn't they go for the two point conversion and miss that off of that first score. No, no, they kicked. They kicked and missed the extra point. Yeah, it was a bad hold. They didn't even get the kick away. Well, Trace McSorley went fourteen for thirty, one hundred forty five yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Compared to Kenny Pickett went nine for eighteen, fifty five yards, zero. Touchdowns and one interception. The lone TD was by Quadrig Olson. Yeah, and that was early, and that was like that was early. That's like, oh, sweet, Pitts on the board for yeah. You know, they're gonna maybe stay in this thing. And then yeah, the wheels fell off. Fifty-one to six was the final of that. It was a shitty weather night out. I don't know that you. I don't know you can use that as an excuse. That field did get tore up enough that they resawed it this week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Knew they were going to have to. Yeah, I saw the aerial view of the resod going on. I'm like, yeah, that was a... Because yeah, huh? they played all the preseason games on there and so mm-hmm. forth. And then they played that game in shitty weather where it rained all day. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't have the tarp on the damn field all day. Like, they did in Cleveland on Sunday for that debacle. We'll get into that later. That wasn't a weather debacle so much as just a... Correct. Gameplay debacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we're, we're casting no aspersions on the grounds crew in Cleveland. Ah, the field was in great shape. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this weekend, Pitt has, this upcoming weekend, Pitt has Georgia Tech coming in this Saturday. Uh, Penn State has Kent State visiting Happy Valley. So, good old Kent Reed, Kent Wright, Kent State. That should be an easy win uh, yeah. for Penn State. But, hey, we said that about App State, too. And App State took them to um, overtime. And I think maybe Penn State came into Pittsburgh with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Like, you know what? You beat us once really bad in this three games, in this four game series we have together. Um, we almost lost it to App State last week. We're not going out of here without a convincing win. Uh, and I don't know, did they move up in the standings at all? I have no idea. I don't know. But I, I think the chip on the shoulder might come from their coach. 
who really seems to not like Pip, and really yeah. seems to not like Pat Narduzzi. And, like, the, the announcers even said on the game that, like, not not just that night, but, like, the entire rivalry, like, James Franklin just can't seem to want to be rid of it fast enough. Um, which sucks, because, you know, he's not, like, a Penn State guy. He's not a, he, he he's doesn't... He's from PA, but he's he from didn't... from PA, but he, he didn't, didn't, like, grow up in the rivalry he, like we did. Yeah, he didn't grow up in the Penn State rivalry like we did. He didn't grow up in the Pitt-West Virginia rivalry, which is, unfortunately, no longer... Happening, and they're talking about getting that back. What 2022? I'd like that better uh, than I'd what like, I saw Saturday night. Exactly. I like a pit. I can't. I, like I can't recall West Virginia ever beating them that badly. No. Um, it's a nice 90 minute drive. Like there's tons of WVU people around here See, in the I, South Hills. I, I thought Pitt might go into that game with the whole um, "fuck you" attitude because yeah. Pitt has a tendency to say "fuck you" to a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Where. Three years ago when they beat Penn State, Penn State didn't go to the Final Four because of that game. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they got gypped out of going to the Big Ten Championship game because of that game. Uh, and then the year after that, Pitt said, fuck you to Clemson and beat them. Though Clemson still made the Final Four. Or no. Was that last year they beat Pitt Clemson? No, last year they beat Miami and said, fuck you to Miami. Mm-hmm. The year before is when they beat Clemson. Yeah. So Pitt has a, I mean, there's still time for Pitt to give a big fuck you to something out That's there. all they're going to, but like, Pitt fans don't want them to be the upset special. They want right. them to be a viable football a viable, team. Like, they want them to be, you know, fighting off upsets from the likes of Kent State. And Penn State, for that matter. Yeah. Not like getting their asses handed to them by Penn State. And then having to go play Georgia Tech, which, I mean, no, that's a home game. It's a home game, but um, Georgia Tech. Could be questionable weather. Might be rainy again. This nah, weekend. no, this weekend's beautiful. From what the, 80, the hurricane 80s, took a turn. 80, yeah, they're talking eighties. Um, yeah, they're, they're talking 80, 80 degree temps. Well, this before weekend. Florence took a turn to the left, like she was headed straight for us. Oh yeah. So I was kind of already anticipating bad weather this weekend, but you say not. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's what they're that's what they're talking. about. I even think I saw the sun a little bit today. I did. So, yeah, uh, Notre Dame's at number 8, uh, and I don't believe they moved at all. Penn State's at number 11. I don't believe they moved at all either. Did you watch Notre Dame? I didn't I did. That. I was at work, and yeah. I was actually able to get my eyes on most of that game because mm-hmm. I told my boss I need it on that TV right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did get to be able to get my uh, um, my eyes on most of that um, game there. Uh, which was which was quite uh, fun to watch. At the same t- point, as a Notre Dame fan, quite annoying to watch. Yeah, Notre I kept Dame. checking scores. Like I was, you know, I was at a bar where they had the Gamecocks on one TV, and uh, we know where your lovely lady was at. And yeah, so and then like the Iowa Iowa State game was on, and I was checking. Oh, they're playing that early this year. Yeah, I know. And I was I was checking um, Notre Dame scores. It's because of conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, the Big Ten plays so many games. Like Iowa can't fit their cross-state rival into their schedule anywhere except for week two, apparently. Um, you know, because I think Iowa plays, what, Colorado or Nebraska on Black Black Friday? Or Somewhere like, in there, yeah. Something like that. So, so yeah, like, that's that's their big rivalry game uh, that's not a conference rival. So that, so that was pretty entertaining for a little while. And I was aware that, like, Notre Dame was playing Ball State, and I'm not about to, like, make a big deal, you know, to yeah. like, have somebody put that on for me. 
when there's other people watching other games. Right. Um, when you now, if just... it had gotten to the fourth quarter and, like, it was super close, then, like, I would have... It kind of was. At the same point, it kind of was. Notre Dame did beat Ball State, uh, a game they should uh, have lost. On the stat sheet. <laughs> on the stat sheet. But um, on the betting slip. On the betting slip. They should have won it easily. Yes. On the betting slip, they should have won easily. The stat sheet says they should have lost that game. Wimbush was 17 for 31, 297 yards, zero TDs, and three interceptions. That sounds like somebody else we know that played this weekend. Um, and then, um, thank God for running backs and, uh, and a bad um, run-blocking defense from Ball State because that's how Notre Dame won that game with the uh, running backs on the ground punching the touchdowns in and Ball State's run defense was just not very good at all. Um, that's what kept them in that game. Uh, that's what kept Notre Dame in that game. But it, the final score was 24-16. to 16. I mean, 10-point difference, but that 10 points was a lot closer than what it uh, seemed to be. Uh, also, this weekend, did you get to watch any of the WVU game at all? See any clips or anything? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, you missed a blowout. No, I know it was a blowout. <laughs> uh, WVU did beat up on uh, Youngstown State uh, last week. Quarterback Will Greyer going 21 for 26, 332 yards, four TDs, one interception. WVU's game this week is postponed due to Hurricane Florence. Because they were supposed to go to NC State. Uh, yes. And Raleigh Raleigh is supposed to be getting... Raleigh's kind of in the... In the rain anyway. In the rain and so forth anyway. Uh, Do you know who Danny Cannell is? I do. Awesome. Danny Cannell was a subpar quarterback in the NFL and kind of a subpar quarterback in college. At least in my eyes, whatever. His stat sheet... Isn't he the... No, that's Heath Shuler. Someone went to Congress... Yeah, he didn't go to college. Keith Schuler was the media. Uh, Danny Cannell played at Florida State. He was a subpar quarterback, and then he came in the NFL. He bounced around three teams, and he was also in World League as well. Uh, here and there, Danny Cannell is an ESPN analyst and uh, does some specializing in, in uh, college football for the most part. Uh, so he had some tweets that went around that was like, you know, hurricane or not, they should wait till the very last moment to decide on postponing these games and if the impact of the storm is an impact at all or if there actually is any storm based on past weather uh, events. Okay. And then people got on and was like, dude, this is supposed to be one of the biggest storms. They got the path of it. Da, da, da. And then his next tweet was like, oh, there's so many professional weathermen out there right now. And it just started another inferiority of that. And then it also went into the Marshall game as opposed to play Coastal Carolina. Sounds about right. Marshall's supposed to play somewhere in Carolina. Um, and they just waited till today to postpone that game. Well, there was well. a game this afternoon. Well, that's the thing. They could have moved the games up early a day. Mm-hmm. Played there the was, day early. I, it was like it was uh, probably a smaller school. I'm not sure who it was. It was Campbell. Campbell versus, I think, Coastal Carolina was on at, like, 1 o'clock this afternoon. Nice nice little, you know, small college football game, you know, for you to gamble on on a Wednesday. Right? I mean, if you have nothing better to do on a Wednesday than gamble on... I mean, I had I had it on in my office. I wasn't gambling, but I was like, oh, there's, there's college football on today. Um, the thing about the, the hurricane, though, it's like, it's supposed to make landfall somewhere in the Carolinas on, like... Thursday. They've projected the they, they were supposed to go into the Outer Banks and so forth mm. and they've been showing the projection and it has turned a little bit to head more into the southern North Carolina 
which would be Wilmington area. Oh, yeah. Into Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which if you've ever been to those points, there's about 45 minutes driving time between Wilmington and um, Myrtle. But Myrtle Beach is right by Coastal Carolina. Right, exactly. So it's a good thing they moved that game, in my opinion. But the ticks here... Like, what's the point of, like... Like, is he worried that games aren't going to get played? Because sometimes when you postpone a game, like, you don't have a common open date with that opponent, you know, in which to make up that game. Like, I just, I just don't see, like, what's to be lost by, like, taking the precaution of, like, not having football. So I know the one game, I forget who it is, got moved to Vanderbilt Stadium mm-hmm. um, and so forth. Because I'm looking at this, it's uh, the red games are game on it, scheduled, orange, they're monitoring, blue relocated, purple canceled, postponed, or rescheduled. Um, that's based on this college football map that Danny Cannell did post uh, on here. Uh, it was uh, South Carolina and Marshall officials waited 24 hours and canceled their game. Waited to see, uh, uh, made the uh, best educated decision, um, and so forth. But he got tore up here on Twitter, um, you know, for for even mentioning, like, they should wait till the almost last possible minute. I mean, teams have to travel. To, yeah, teams you know, do have like to travel. They don't have, I mean, I know they, these are big programs, but they don't have, like, unlimited money to be, like, doing planes, trains, and automobiles to try to get... <laughs> Into a an evacuation zone. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm worried that someone would like drown on the field, you know. But there are better priorities well, for the people who are in charge was of it two years public ago? safety. Two years ago, Notre Dame played at NC State and yeah. that shit show of remnants of Hurricane George. Yeah, it wasn't a good game. And it, and and uh, what was it? A, a Notre Dame loss, sixteen to ten or yeah. ten to six. Something it was like a terrible that. game. It was a terrible game to watch. I mean, other than seeing the guys covered in mud and sliding, getting tackled at the five and sliding to the fifty. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I could see for that, like how you would want to play it, right? But uh, if but it was a got, shitty if you've game. got four lanes of highway and they're all going outbound, like how are you going to get teams in there? Exactly. Uh, I think hey, the NCAA did something good there for a chance, and, and it's uh, like you said, like they're monitoring certain situations. Um, Columbia, South Carolina is probably not a place you're going to want to be on Saturday. Columbia? You know? No. But they're probably not going to be able to make up that game. Like, if 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 Carolina has a bye week that happens to coincide with Marshall's bye week, right. then they can play it. But if not, then they're just, they're just going to have an 11-game, you know, they'll, they'll still play their full slate of conference games. That's the important thing. Like, if an SEC game were rained out by a hurricane, like, I bet you they would find a way to make it up. So, yeah, there's a game moving to Vanderbilt Stadium because Vanderbilt is playing in South Bend this weekend, and one of the East Coast games got moved out to Vanderbilt. I'm not sure exactly which one. Uh, well, that's cool. I mean, neutral sites, I'm fine with that, but you know what? Like, who gets the money? They got to pay Vanderbilt for using the stadium. Yeah. And the refs still have to But you're, you're holding a ticket to that game. Are you going to drive to Nashville? In the hurricane? Probably not. Are you going to stay home and, like, monitor your uh, yeah. your property? You know? <laughs> well, actually, I probably already left my property on the shore, and I'm on my way back to Pittsburgh, or at least Asheville. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you live, like, in Wilmington, like, yeah. I, I've people, I know people in Wilmington who are, like, they own a restaurant. Yeah. Can't I, just, can't just leave. Yeah, they're boarding know? up. But. Yeah, they're boarding up, and 
just nervously drinking for a couple days. And then we have friends of ours in Raleigh. Yeah. You know, and that research triangle down there, mm-hmm. and they're kind of hunkered down. We have other friends of ours that live down in Carolina. They're on their way yeah. back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, my friend uh, just yeah yeah my friend just moved from Vegas to Chapel Hill for to teach at Chapel Hill starting this year. So this is this is his first hurricane in his new home. Um, Julia's parents are coming up this weekend. They have, it's because it's her brother's birthday. It's got nothing to do with the hurricane. Nothing to do with the hurricane. But it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> Can't hurt. Right? They're not evacuating. They're, they're celebrating. So your top 25 this week, um, your top 10, I'll give you the top 10. Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Auburn, Notre Dame, Stanford, and Washington. Washington is the only one in the top 10 that is one and one. Everybody else is 2-0. and um, And then outside the top 10, Penn State's at 11, LSU's at 12, Virginia Tech, WVU, TCU, Mississippi State, Boise State, UCF is at 18, uh, Michigan 19, Oregon 20, and your, and your final five are Miami, USC, Arizona State, Oklahoma State, and Michigan State. Um, all those teams are either 2-0 and or 1-1. Uh and the top nine are two and zero. So, college football shakeup. A lot of those teams are getting displaced. Some of those teams are getting displaced due to hurricane this weekend. Um, so we'll see how that affects their records overall, yeah. and what the NCAA decides to do. Whether they have to play a game out or just, you know, they have a say. They have a ten and zero season. Somebody else has an eleven and zero season. I mean, we'll see what happens then. Yeah, it's just it's hard with uh, you know all these commitments to obviously conference games are more important. You know these these non conference games like it's really just a paycheck for Marshall. You know, I mean Marshall's Division One. They're decent, but like they're not gonna like probably not gonna win. If they do win, it's a huge huge upset for the program. But if like they're just gonna go down there and play a game and get beat and get paid, I mean, what what are we missing out on? Like what? What? What is Danny Cannell so worried about? I think he's just worried about you know what it comes down to is you know these games do count. They're hard to make up. Yeah, and so forth. I just saw him today on Twitter and him getting berated because he made a well, a suggestion. And you know how social media is—you make you a can't suggestion. Go on Twitter. I could go on Twitter and say pizza's tasty. And, and somebody's going to be like, how gonna, can you eat that yeah, stuff? Yeah, somebody's going to contradict you on Twitter. It doesn't matter what, you're, doesn't matter what flag you're waving. Like, somebody's going to try to burn it. Because that's how Twitter is. And it's the worst, most toxic hobby I have. And I love it. <laughs> well, Twitter's sometimes more fun than Facebook. Oh, it's always more than Facebook. Facebook's awful. Facebook can be very, very awful. I mean, there's I'd a rather lot. read my fucking strangers' opinions than my friends' opinions. <laughs> And friends that I don't even know who they are that are friends of mine on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you come from? Yeah. How did we become friends? Yeah. Oh, I worked with you for one week ten years ago. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and take another break here and come back and finish up with All NFL uh, for the third and final segment of Fold Sports. Uh, we got a shout-out coming from our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. For those lovely folks, uh, Missy and Michael Sorg, that carry this podcast as well as several others that you should give a listen to we'll be back in just a few moments let's talk tech 
tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, we're back. Third and final segment of Bold Sports this week. This what one, you got lined up for us to talk about in this segment? Uh, first, I need a beer because it's rough. Why? What are we going to talk about, Steve? Um, the Steelers looked like poo. Oh, come on. They almost won. Almost. And they didn't lose. Right side, Steve. Yeah, so whenever it comes down to, like, the Steelers in Cincinnati with identical conference records, and then they look at the overall record, and then we're going to end up with a wild card spot and have God. to go to Cincinnati to play because we had this fucking tie against Remember Cleveland. when I said that, remember when I predicted 10 and 6? <laughs> remember when I predicted 10 and 6? Right. But I already can't be right. But, like, Mark no. Madden, Mark Madden predicted 10 and 6 also, and he's always, like, the most down on the Steelers of, like, anybody. Like, he, I think he mostly just does it to piss people off. Um, it usually works. It usually works on me, even. But, like, when I heard him say 10 and 6, I was like, yeah, 10 and 6, that sounds reasonable. Right. But I was listening to the pregame show in the shower on Sunday, and I'm thinking, like, well, who, who are the six losses going to be? Because, like, it's not going to be the Browns, right? Like, we might lose one to the Ravens, but I think we're going to handle the Browns and the Bengals. And, like, where, where are the six losses coming from, exactly? I don't know. Well, we almost came within a tipped field goal of one in overtime on Sunday. Yeah. Well, we should start before overtime because things had to have happened to have gotten us to overtime. Yeah, so... And I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. This might surprise you for if you, if you didn't see the game. Um, I didn't, yeah. I, like, I didn't see the game. Overtime did not come to pass because the Steelers came from behind. No. Because that's not how the Steelers operate, folks. No, and, and if the you... The Steelers blow leads. And, and, and somebody's like, fucking Tomlin... He always plays down to the teams that he should be whooping ass on. Okay, that also happened before Tomlin. Yeah. It's kind of like the Steelers' M.O. It's kind of like the Pittsburgh M.O., for that matter. Pitt does the same fucking thing. Don't don't lump Pitt and the Steelers in the same category. I can't even lump the Pirates in there because they just play down to everybody. But the, the Pens have also been known to play down to teams that they should beat. It happens. I think but the Steelers, I think, for the most part, do it the most often. I think that that's a perception that is influenced by how highly people rate the Steelers in the first place. You know, when the Bengals play the Browns to a tie, nobody says, like, oh, the Bengals just played down to their competition. Because we here in Pittsburgh tend to think that the Bengals and Browns are equally shitty or yes. maybe, like, the Bengals might be, like, a notch or two above the Browns, but not there. Not, like, where they would be, like, playing down. You know what I mean? Like, the Steelers are playing down. Like, we think the Steelers are, like, one of the four best teams in the NFL every year. Yes. So you're always playing down to somebody every week. You're always playing somebody who's not as good as you every week in the eyes of a Steeler fan. So I don't, I don't buy so much into that playing down to bad competition. But there is, like, a sort of, like, blasé attitude about just being ruthless. Like, they're not ruthless. Like, they need they need to go, like, Saban on some <laughs> of these teams. Like, if the Steelers could treat the Browns the way, like, Alabama treats whatever directional <laughs> team they <laughs> Louisiana Lafayette. <laughs> but they're all professionals, and that's why you can't have that. So, like, 
you know, there's only 32 teams and they're all trying to win. It's not just because they like, it's not just about team spirit. Like if you don't try hard in football, you end up getting your ass handed to you. you all right. Your neck, you know? well, well, we're going to start with one of the issues that happened on Sunday. We're going to go with Big Ben. We're going to start with him and I'm going to hang this game on Ben. Um, it's fair. 23 for 41, 335 yards, one TD, three INTs, but he also had two forced fumbles upon him as well. No, he lost one fumble. There was six fu- There was six turnovers altogether. James Conner fumbled once. Ben had two okay. forced fumbles where he got popped in the pocket or, ru- or out of the pocket, uh, and then he threw three picks. Two of the picks went to, uh, I want to say his name, Denzel Ward. I know his last name is Ward. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie who who shook Ben, gave him the juke move of like, I'm going to go right. Oh, shit. No, I'm coming back left, and I just picked you off. Ben still tackled him, though. Ben's, thank God, he was the last line of defense. That's the second most important tackle in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his most important tackle was... Obviously in a playoff game. Yeah, the playoff game against the Colts. When but they wouldn't have gone to overtime if... if right? Like, that. did they score? Did they get a touchdown on that possession anyway? Yeah, they did. That's what tied it up. Okay, so... Well, he tried anyway. Ben tried. Here there. They could have held him to a field goal. So, Ben, out of the six turnovers, out of the six turnovers in the game, five of them came from Ben. Three, and a complete passing error interception. And two, just by getting popped. And you can say anything. He got popped on a, on a blind side hit on the one, and the other one, he got, he, he went down on the ground, and the ball came out. Pass blocking was bad. Pass blocking was bad. Like, I said that about the pit game, um, and then I watched the Steelers game, and it's like, I've seen... It's like I've seen too, this before. Too many quarterbacks with too little time to do what they're supposed to do, and that was like my football watching weekend. And 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 Ben, of course, you know he's thirty seven. Yeah. You know he's been beat up his whole career. Yeah, but then you saw you like know, the Aaron Rodgers game on Sunday night. We'll talk about that. Pity, we'll, feel a little bit less pity for Ben Roethlisberger and whatever. Like we'll we'll, we'll talk whatever, about like we'll talk about that nagging injury he already has this year. Yeah. Currently, it's his elbow. Yeah, well... Currently, it's his elbow. Aaron Rodgers had, like, one leg. Yeah, right? And still came back in the fourth quarter and threw three touchdowns and got him up. And we're going to talk about that later. Because that's he, not who my fantasy quarterback is. No. Mine is Ben Roethlisberger. My so fantasy quarterback is Drew Brees, who this weekend... Had some points. Had some points. You uh, saw that score. I, I know... Like, I didn't watch the game. But um, I know a lot of people who did not have Tampa winning. New. I started uh, doing a Survivor League this year that, ah, I, that my brother's organizing, and, I'm, and I'll tell a little bit more about it later. But with this Steeler game, high note, James Conner, 31 carries, 135 yards, 4.4 average, 2 TDs, 1 fumble. His fumble came at a bad time. His fumble did come at a bad time, but he had 2 TDs, and 1 got called back, uh, and that TD that ended up getting called back. The Steelers had 3 TDs in a row, 2 of them got called back. The third TD was good, and that was... An A-B reception that he had a total of 93 yards and that one TD on nine receptions total in the game. Juju Smith-Schuster, five receptions, 119 yards, and should have had a TD. And trust me, I have Juju in my fancy league, and I was like, no! Because he had a hell of a run, and right at the end got shoestring tackled. Yeah. Well, I had Brown. Um, Brown had a decent game for me. Um, I had to go against Saquon Barkley. 
and that was tough because I could have drafted that guy. Right? Um, so, yeah, like, this week was just bad. Steelers were bad. As a result of that, my fantasy team didn't do as well as it could have, and, um, yeah, it was, it was a tough watch. It was a fun game to watch, though. Like, the Steelers are up three touchdowns, and then, like, there's the, the wheels. drama. There's always the drama. Yeah. It's something. I mean, like, why would I watch? But I, guess, also, I guess I just want them to win every But week. also leave it to the Browns to end it in a tie. They don't well, even get a win. Right, because, like, okay, so JJ they, they Watt, had a chance to win it. J.J. Watt played out of his mind. Yeah. He, he got he got a uh, half a sack taken off of him, so he got credit for three and a half sacks instead of four. The NFL went through and took a half a sack off of him on his total because somebody else was in on it that they didn't have on the stat sheet the first time. Yeah. Um, and then he had that blocked field goal, which would have had the Browns winning. Uh, and let's talk about Chris, Chris Boswell with the game-winning field goal, 42 yards. Yeah, wet field, whatever. He pushed it just left. How often does Boz miss? Not very. Just got that big deal. Uh, and I was like, man, you just signed him for like four years and like $18 million or something like that. It's not you a know. Jeff Reed situation yet. Yeah. Let's it's not, not a, panic. Yeah. Let's not hit the panic button on Boswell panic button. yet. I'm not in the panic button. Obviously some good things. Like James Conner, good sign. Uh, Juju is not, or at least, I mean, it's one game. But sure doesn't look like he's regressing based on that one game. Um, Antonio Brown, very importantly, no Le'Veon Bell, didn't seem to affect the running game adversely at all. Not at all, but then again, they were playing the Browns. That's true. Uh, so, I mean... Connor's uh, working on his pass receiving. Connor's working on the pass receiving and so forth. Uh, yeah, Lev Bell, you know what, I, I, we're, there's no sense talking about him until he shows up, and when he shows up, fuck it. I mean... You know what? So much drama. Like, I thought we were going to put the drama back in 2017, but, you know, I remember last year it was like every week something different. I can hear, I can see two sides to this thing here. I can see both sides. Lev Bell was pissed he didn't get his contract. Got it. So, he knows that he's coming in this season as a, on a franchise tag, unrestricted free agent, and he's slated to make $14.1 million, now less than that, even if he shows up by Saturday. He gave up $855 million to not show up one game. Or, sorry, $855,000 yeah. to not show up Sunday. He's not going to show up this week. He's going to give up another 855000 He has to show up by week 10 in order for it to count as being on the season. Mm-hmm. And it counts towards his service that he can go on to... Um, be a unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Now, does that hurt his stance for next year? Another team being like, we didn't see what you did last year, and are the Steelers going to play him? You know, it's not the Steelers' obligation to showcase him for other teams. Exactly. If he wants out, if he wants out, exactly. Um, now, someone will pick him up. Mm-hmm. Is he, he going to get a year off and still get picked up? Is he going to get the seventeen million that he wants? Maybe not. No, actually, the Steelers are odds-on favorite to keep him because other teams aren't going to give him what the Steelers offer him, but also gives the Steelers leverage to be like, "You wanted to dick around last year. We offered you fifteen million dollars for four years with forty-five of it guaranteed." Well, I don't you see know, how they you know, can keep fifteen him. million dollars for yeah the salary cap. 
But no, but I mean, not, not even the salary cap. Like, how can you bring somebody back after? Right. Like, he's it, still going to come back this year at some point. He'll come back this year, but he he's not going to have like the backing of his teammates. So, what did you think of that touchdown celebration? Okay. Conner? Well, okay. Here's the deal. James Conner even came out and said on Twitter. It wasn't a stab at Le'Veon Bell. I, I didn't think it, it was. Either. It was a congratulations. Of, hey guys, thanks for getting me to the end zone. My first NFL, my first career NFL touchdown in yeah. a regular season game. Yeah, thank you guys. That's what that was. I mean, and everything that's what he he's said been it was. through, like everything he's been through, you know. Yeah. The, the and he know, even said he, he, he even said he and then walked the knee in injury and then the cancer for his first for his first NFL touchdown. He walked into the end zone untouched mm-hmm. because the offensive line. Opened up that hole for him. Yeah. Which is what Le'Veon Bell is missing, which when Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell does come back and he gets his first snap as a Steeler in week 10 or week 11, whenever the Steelers decide to play him, but he has to sign before week 10 in order to even be considered to be a free agent for next year, so he'll be back week 10. But the first snap he takes, no block 800. See what he can do. Oh, really? <laughs> You're like, they're going to put out like a code red on Le'Veon Bell? Like, they're professionals. I think they'll do better. Yeah. If he does come back in Week 10, like, that's the situation where you can't afford to, like, lose. Like, if they want, if he comes back next week and they want to dick around and, like, you know, hang him out to dry a couple times, that's one thing. But Week 10, like, you can't be messing around. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, is his teammates are calling him out, like, hey, you, you said you were going to be here, you're not here, this, that, and the other thing. He um, was at the club again. <laughs> what else? But... He's not. He's not in uniform. He's not in practice. His teammates are a little pissed off about it because you know they have a core group together to go ahead and, and win a Super Bowl this year. I mean, you know, uh, and it might be Le'Veon's last chance because you know a team that picks him up that has money on the salary cap isn't going to be that good. Isn't going to have as great as an offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the teams with the money on the salary cap: Cleveland, the Jets, the Niners, um, Dolphins, Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, they're NFL teams. They're good. They would be in the NFL, but not have a core offensive line that's set up like the Steelers are for the last several years now. Uh, also, you know, he's worried about getting the wheels run off of him and getting injured again. I can see that, too. You see, he got 400 and some touches last year, total. Knock on wood, he didn't get injured. Yeah. You know, knock on wood, he doesn't get injured when he comes back this year. I don't want anybody to get injured. But Well, Le'Veon, you can't take it with you. Exactly. You can't take it with you. Like that old lady from wherever she was resided from. She said Southside. South, okay, that makes sense. And like the tape, like they cut out the audio for some reason, but you could still read her lips and what she was saying. And she's like, and I'm from the Southside. Yeah. Yeah, the hell you are. Lady. So there was a lot of other games this week that surprised me. Again, you were talking about the, uh, the Green Bay game, and Green Bay was down. Aaron Rodgers gets injured in the second quarter. He's taken off the field. On a stretcher, goes in and gets poked and prodded, this, that, and the other thing. Comes back out and sat there for half the third quarter and then jumps back in and says, let me take this team and goes down and scores three touchdowns and comes back and wins. Did you see his interview after the game? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to ask him, they're going to say, hey, Aaron, remember that game five years ago that you got injured in the first half, came back, sat on the bench for the third quarter, then jumped in the fourth quarter and said, let me take this team down and win. You remember that game? He's going to be like, what game? Dude was higher than a kite. His eyes were bigger than a fucking Kennedy half I just, dollar. I just, like the way, I just like the way he answered, like, Michelle Tavoy's first question. 
You know, like, like the dude, his, something, his just voice did something weird. He's like, well, it was my knee. Like, <laughs> it's like, but like, you know it was your knee, but, like, how? Like, she wasn't asking, like, what did you hurt? She was just like, how was that possible? Like, what was it like? And he's like, well, I think I hurt my knee. Like, okay, Aaron. Okay, buddy. Whatever they gave him, could I get, get some, some of that, too? Go get some ice cream. Like, he was wasted. <laughs> what goes on in that little tent? It's like train spotting in there, I bet. Well, I think I saw a tweet the one time that says, I really wonder what goes on in a little tent, but I kind of envisioning, um, I'm kind of kind of envisioning that whenever they walk in a little tent and shut the drapes, that they just instantly drop their pants. <laughs> I mean, there's that. I mean, Ben's, yeah. Ben's gone in that tent just to go take a pee. Mm. I mean, you know there's a five-gallon bucket in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medical waste. Man, that's gross, though. Um, I didn't get to see any of the Monday night games. Uh, so what the, happened with the Jets, man? So, uh, Darnold, right? Sam Darnold? Yeah. Sam Darnold, I got to see this. How's it work? I did get to see this. He comes out. The Jets get the ball. They start on their own 20-yard line. Takes a snap. Drops back. Three-step drop. Throws. Pick six. Oh, no. <laughs> His first play from scrimmage was a pick six. They did come back and crush that team, though, by yeah. the way. They crushed the Lions. Like, I didn't think the Jets were up up 48 points. Obviously, um, neither did um, uh, neither did both of us because we both picked them. We both picked the Lions to win last week. Mm. Um, let's see here. Um, Amanda's new fancy-dancy. Stuff we'll have to figure that out later. Yeah, we're going old school paper. Yeah, you don't like you don't put football picks on a digital device, right? That's not encrypted. <laughs> you know, you've got a big duffel bag full of paper slips, and that's how it's worked. Exactly, Matt. Uh, you went seven and nine last week. I went nine and seven. So we're starting off the season about the same as last year. Three games apart. Uh, two games apart. Uh, and we both get credit for the Steeler game. We both are taking credit for Steeler game because we. Amanda's both... not down here anymore to like tell us why that's wrong. But like, yeah, we, apparently we, she doesn't think we deserve credit for picking a win. Yeah, I mean because they tied. Because they, they tied. I mean, so that's still if we lop it off, like that's still like, you know, that makes you like eight and six and me six and eight. Yeah. So here or there, um, the Steelers, of course, we we both picked the Eagles. And the Eagles did, or I picked the Eagles, you picked the Falcons. The Eagles did win. Um, and then we both picked the Steelers, of course, we had in a tie. Uh, we both picked the Bills. The Ravens won that game. We both picked the Jags, and the Jags won that game. We both picked the uh, Saints and the Bucks. Presley won that game. Uh, we both picked the Pats, and guess what? The Pats won. Uh, Matt, you picked the Niners. I picked the Vikings. The Vikings came on top on that one. Uh, last week, you also had... Uh, I picked the Titans and you picked the Dolphins. You won that one out, right? Uh, we both picked the Bengals and they won. I picked the Chiefs and you picked the Chargers. Chiefs won. Seahawks. Uh, you picked and I had the Broncos. The Broncos won that one. We both picked the Cowboys and they bo- and they lost. We both picked the Cardinals and they lost to the Redskins. Matt, you had the Packers and I had the Bears and the Packers won that one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Jets Lions, we both picked the Lions. Of course, the Jets won. We both picked the Rams, and they beat the Raiders. Mm. The Raiders. I really like that. That Sunday night game was a nice, good week one Sunday night game, like a nice redemption of all the disappointing bad football I watched. 
and that ended my fantasy game. Um, yeah. I didn't have to worry about a Monday night catch-up or a Monday night uh, or me being ahead by 10 points yeah. and somebody going ahead on a Monday night game. But the person I played in fantasy, we were both done on the Sunday night game. Well, I picked Detroit so, in my Survivor League. And but no, but on like Sunday morning, my brother texted me and said, he texted everybody, said that like somebody was having trouble like making their pick and he wasn't able as commissioner to like override for some reason. So is everybody okay with just starting with week two and just having like a freebie this week? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Fine. Like, I still think the Lions are going to win, but fine. Whatever. And they didn't. They got their asses handed to them, and, like, I'm still in my Survivor League because, because, of, some uh, dude, because some dude named Shane, like, couldn't figure out how to log in to his, like, Yahoo account. Oh. No, it, it, it helped me, though. Hey, thanks, Shane. Yeah. Thanks, Shane, <laughs> for helping Matt out. Um, so, Matt, we got this week, we got the Ravens and the Bungles Thursday night game. AFC North um, divisional game. Who you liking in this? Ravens or cheese? Ravens bring is that home? It's in Cincy. It's in Cincinnati. I am going to pick the Bengals. Unfortunately, I have to go with you. Yeah, because it's like Flacco, right? So like we pick we pick the Ravens against the Bills at home because that's just like they're the Bills are really bad. And the Ravens play well at home. But they're going on the road. You know, Cincinnati's going to be ready for them, I think. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to stick with I'm gonna stick with the, the Bengals on that one. I did see, I, I have John Brown in my fantasy league. Maybe I should have started him at a flex position this last week, but I still won my game here or there, and I'm not going to second-guess that. He did well in fantasy, though. Um... Dolphins Jets. That's an AFC East division game. That's in the Meadowlands. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one because, like, the Jets blew, put up forty-eight points on the Lions. Dolphins played really. And the good, Dolphins though. played really yeah. good. Um, it's in the Meadowlands. I think I'm going to go with the Jets. Yeah, I think I'm going Jets on that one as well. Browns and Saints in New Orleans. Oh, God, it's got to be the Saints, right? Yeah. Let's hope so. I mean, Alvin Kamara got me 43 fantasy points last week. So. Dude, there's nothing better than a Drew Brees garbage time to to pad your fantasy stats. Oh. You know? Sorry. Oh, and Matt's jamming out over here. He must have told Siri to play some music. Oh, jeez, that's the worst. (laughs) <laughs> now he can't figure out how to shut around. Right, done. Hey, cool. <laughs> Play me off. <laughs> uh, Panthers, Falcons, in Atlanta. That's a NFC. Um, that's an NFC East uh, game there. Atlanta. Or no, sorry, what? NFC South game there. So wait, like it's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. <sighs> what is up with the Falcons? Mm, I don't know. Mohamed Snu didn't do much for me in fantasy. Nah, same. It's just. Mm. I'm going to go with Carolina. I think they're going to win it for all their, like, wet fans back home in, in Charlotte. Yeah, because they're going to be playing a nice warm down, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going. I'm going, Panthers. 
Yeah, Panthers. Cardinals, Rams in L.A. Cardinals suck this year, man. I'm off the Cardinals because I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't pick any Cardinals in fantasy. Like I just, you know, Bruce Arians doing the doing the Steeler game. Oh, on Sunday. dude, that was fucking ridiculous. Like, who is this dude? Who I was like, this guy uh, talking? Yeah, yeah, I was like, who's this guy talking? Like, and, and it was like in the second quarter, like it's Bruce <laughs> Arians. I'm like, wait, that is Bruce Arians. And he's already going to get in trouble because he said something. He said, he said like, wide-ass open. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Great image, by the way. I um, mean, Bruce Arians, okay, I don't know that he can make a move to announcing because he just does, like, speak his mind. He has no filter. <laughs> um, he might, he might, you know, he might be able to, like, learn. Uh, he might be on he's HBO, like, he might be on HBO with Brian Gumble. You know, it's um, like Pete Rose on, he could be like the Pete Rose not, not that he's got, like, Pete Rose's checkered past, but, like, the way Pete Rose just goes on Fox and talks about baseball and doesn't really give a shit, like, what you think. Because, like, I'm Pete Rose. You already hold me out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. What else are you going to do? What do you do? Fire me from Fox? Yeah. I'll just go sign baseballs for a living. Yeah, which that's paid him a lot of money over the years and made Pete Rose sign baseballs value be next to nothing. Yeah, right. So that's, that's how economics work, yes. Um, so anyway, I'm not picking the Cardinals, the other team. Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams too. Raiders, Broncos uh, in Denver, mile high. Um, you know, the Raiders got to come out sometime. Sometime, but not today. I'm going Denver. I'm going Raiders. Okay. Pivotal. Pivotal AFC West matchup. Giants, Cowboys, NFC East matchup. This is in the big D. Yeah, uh, yeah, go boys. Oh, I'm going Giants. Really? I'm going Giants, dude. Okay. I'm taking the Giants. I'm going to ride that Giant train. Yeah, okay. Can I change my pick? Nope. You yeah. locked it in. Okay. Chiefs. He's on the tablet, folks. He doesn't know how to. How to <laughs> exactly. <pick>. I don't. <laughs> Chiefs Stillers. You're making me pick this one? We know we're going Stillers. At home? At home. Hopefully they just have better. Hopefully Ben has a better game. They got a new turf field. They got new sod. Ben, they got ben, new sod. It's not the sod, man. It's the quarterback. It all comes down to the quarterback. And the defense to an extent. Like, can they get to Mahomes? You know? The Steelers don't, like, harass quarterbacks like they used to. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. I'd feel a lot better about this game if they if had we had, an edge, if we if had, we had a, Blitzburg in effect. If we had an edge pass rush that... Yeah. Bull rushed the fucking left guard the whole two time, three times they played the Chiefs in the last few years. I don't know. Do you think they could sign James Harrison for one game? No, I don't want him. <laughs> I think they can beat the Chiefs at home though. So give, so give me I. the Steelers. Lock it in. Bucks, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah, I'm going birds. Till I hear otherwise. Colts, Skins. Mm. Ah, that's a tough one because they're both not good, but they and one one. See, I think I think skins are better this year because um, Alex they played, Smith. They played the Cardinals though. Last I know they played the Cardinals, but they they've like got better players. You know, they, they, I think they upgraded their quarterback. I you know they still got Jordan Reed. Someone tried to trade me Jordan Reed in fantasy this week, but he's just like Jordan Reed's good for three games a year. You just don't know yeah. what those three games. He's are. not injured yet, so I I'm going to count him in my. Analysis here, and I'm going to take Washington. Washington. I'm taking Washington this week. I'll take Washington as well. 
yeah, I was like, I don't need Jordan Reed. I just picked up Safari and Jenkins off the waiver wire, and you know, there's not that many good tight ends. It's not worth like mortgaging your whole future just just trying to get one of them, you know. I did pass on Gronk. Vikings, Packers. Uh, how the hell do the Packers have two division games in the first two weeks of the season? Tough, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet on Aaron Rodgers like having a, a hard time with that. Vikes look good though. I'm taking the Packers. I don't I'm care. taking the Vikings. Okay. I'm banking that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Titans, Texans. Texans. Yeah. Lions, Niners. Two teams that let me down last week. Oh, man. I guess, I know, right? yeah, you know what, like, the Lions gave up a lot of points to the Jets, so I think I'm going to go Niners. I think Garoppolo gets it figured out. I'm going to go Lions. I don't think Jimmy G's got it. Okay. Pats and Jags rematch the AFC Championship game. They're show, in, and they're just showing Jaguars and Pat's highlights on, it's on in, Sports it's Center. It's, in, it's like it's right in, on cue. Yeah, right. It's in Jacksonville. Okay, so um, man, my, my heart says Jacksonville. My head says New England. Fuck yes, I'm on the same boat with you. All right, so I'm going New England then. You're going New England. Yeah, I'm going New England too. The Monday night game: Seahawks Bears. Bears. Go Bears. The Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bears. And then we have this week, Chargers and Bills are on a bye week. Already? Yeah. Wow. So I don't have Charles Clay available for my fantasy team? I don't think so. How am I going to ever survive? I don't think so. I mean, I'll double check that to make sure Amanda... Amanda's the one to put the schedule on. Okay. So well, I don't re- I don't recall picking a Bills game just now, so you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> so uh, what are you uh, looking for this week in the uh, in the Steelers game? Better better effort from Ben. Um, I'd like to see Connor continue. Um, more more pass rush. Need, I, I want to see hands on quarterbacks. See, she put this underneath bye week. Chargers and Bills are playing. Oh, they're playing? Yeah. Yeah, I got... Yeah, they're playing Sunday at 1 o'clock in Buffalo. I don't know why she had this under bye week. She doesn't want us to have to watch the Bills game. That's probably right. Um, Well, I'm going to take the Chargers. And I have no reason otherwise to not to disagree with you. So, so we're picking against the Bills then. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it, it happens probably more than people who like the Bills would want to admit that it happens. Yep. I was like, I didn't think there was bye weeks already. I didn't think they started until like week four. Uh, yeah, so this week's Steeler game, uh, Ben obviously needs to have a better game. Um, until Connor says otherwise, 
He's the running back. Give him the ball. Yeah. He he's he's doing well. He's I think they might goals. need to find somebody to mix into the running game a little uh, bit. Yeah, Roosevelt Nix is a fullback. Well, I, we got Stephen Ridley. I think I think Connor was getting a little tired towards the end, and that yeah. might have had something to do with his fumble. Possibly it was. Yeah, like you said, move some else in the mix. I got. Yeah. They're doing that whole run option now, uh, which you know Ben said that he, um, you know, you gotta get timing down on that run option because mm-hmm. you know. You call it a running play, but you have the option to check the line, and mm-hmm. if somebody's got single coverage, you can juke a guy out and cut across the middle, yeah. which is how Juju got that pass play that ended up being a 65-yard gain, but he only caught the ball five yards off the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, see how that is. The defense, of course, does need to step up. They ended up, with, I think, with six or seven total sacks against the Browns. Now, granted, that was the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know... Uh, so we'll see what happens there. We are missing a uh, pass rush and edge rush on the D. Uh, JJ Watt did move the left side this year. That helped him out tremendously. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'd like to see more from Watt. Like hopefully he gets a couple sacks. Definitely. Um, who you like? Pitt, Georgia Tech. It's gonna be tough, but I think Pitt pulls it out. Yeah, I'd like to say the same. I think Georgia Tech's gonna take that one. Unfortunately, too much option. Too much. It just they just wear people down with that. They do. They do. It's it's like a left, right, left, right. They're playing like army football up the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Penn State, Kent State. I believe Penn State is going to um, destroy Kent State. Um, Notre Dame, who do we see? They got Vanderbilt going into into uh, South Bend. I do see Notre Dame having no issue with Vanderbilt this year. And West Virginia, uh, their game is postponed due to Hurricane Florence. For those of you that are down in the Carolinas, the coastal regions, and whatnot, uh, keep an eye out for you. Yeah, be safe. You know, be safe. You know, if, if you're evacuating, drive safely. If you're Riding it out, be smart, you know. No surfing. Yeah. Respect the water. There's going to be a lot of it around. <laughs> yes. You know. Respect uh, the water. You know, be safe. Charge yes. up those phones and get all your board games out and just, you know, hunker down. And I did hear that there was a big run on uh, on, on uh, generators at Lowe's. Yeah. So. And Bojangles might be. Down for a couple days. Yeah, so just, you know. It's going to be sad. Try to tough it out. Try to not have to pretend you're in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Where we don't have Bojangles. You don't get any Bojangles anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. You know, it's. And to our friends that are down in the Carolinas, uh, I don't know if they listen to us or not, but um, thinking about you guys as well. So. And if you're using your cell phone battery to listen to this podcast, thank you. <laughs> you don't know how much that means to us. That is amazing as well. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a good week. Enjoy your week. Uh, sports week coming up here. Hit us up on Twitter at BoldPGHSports for all your questions, comments, or concerns with local sports and throw some national bullshit out there as well. And yeah. We'll figure it out. 
All right, folks, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, we'll, we'll have a different recording day because I'm going on vacation. Oh, Steve's going on vacation. Yeah. Have fun, have fun on vacation, Steve. I will have fun on vacation. I'll, I'll have fun here. Awesome. I'll be working sometimes. <laughs> when I'm not working, I'll be having fun. Promise. Awesome. Get, get some bike riding in. Play some golf yeah. while I'm away. Well, if the weather cooperates, I just might. All right, folks, uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, have see a good one. Hey, Ians, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Fernald on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com.